Movies on video cassette. Welcome to Strange Glow Video. Guys, I'm eating junk and watching rubbish. We're oozing with VHS, horror, nostalgia, and more. New better block glow in the dark. After it comes in videotape, you can get a glow in the dark hand puppet from the movie Casper. And now, your hosts, Alec, Justin, and Nick. Hey, welcome back to Strange Glow Video. My name is Justin. With me is my esteemed colleague, Alec. And uh, tonight we're going to talk a little bit of post-Super Bowl trailers, commercials, uh, overall nonsense, like usual. How you doing, Alec? I'm, uh, you know, I'm okay. I saw Taylor Swift a few times, so I'm doing pretty okay. Yeah, you're doing all right. Yeah, that was an intense game if you're a football fan, especially a Chiefs fan. I know you give zero fucks about sports, so... Uh, I was takes a little serving bit of... at a local sports bar, and I had a awful time. I was there from 1 p.m. to 11.30. In tips, I collected a little over $100, which uh, <laughs> ain't a great day. Uh, and I also had to clean up vomit for another girl uh, because she was icked out by vomit and was having her last day not because of that but <clears throat> it was her last day and she was the one who was cleaning out the vomit and I was like that's that's just crap it's her last day she's leaving I'm gonna help her clean up this vomit because that sucks and uh, yeah that was a uh, very kind of you it was awful but I'm here now you're here now well for me as a sports fan I watched the game over at a friend Jerry's house it was a it was a stressful game. Uh, overall, though, the ads, there are several things I was looking forward to. The number one item for me, besides the football game itself, was the Twisters trailer, which it's so convoluted how they do this stuff now because we got a 30-second spot basically saying there is a two-minute trailer on the Internet. Yes. And it's like, uh, okay. Deadpool was the same way, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was and like, where's Deadpool, the trailer at? Deadpool at least was was posted before the game too online. Yeah, just so you could kind of have an idea what's going on. But Twisters so. was not. I don't know when it was posted exactly, but so there's a few things. So like, I finally watched the full trailer today because last night I was just was up way too late and didn't get a chance to like sit down and watch it, and I didn't want to be distracted or like not fully engaged when I watched it the first time so did that today and uh got mixed feelings about it I gotta tell you like I'm very excited yeah. there's a twister movie I wouldn't even say I'm cautiously optimistic like I'm looking forward to this but I'm also well aware that this could be hot flaming garbage I don't and, think it's going to be absolute trash the biggest concept I think we just talked about that worries me which we're going to talk about right now because fuck it is the destroying a tornado thing. That sounds just dumb. That's like the locusts in the last Jurassic Park movie dumb. Yes, like the whole line, and uh, we see Tyler Owens, who was Glenn Powell's character, like that's the only one they name in the trailer, because they do this big setup for him, and he says, you thought you could destroy a tornado? And she says, we never had the chance. And then, you know, he kind of gets that cocky look in his eyes, and he's like, yeah, I'll give you the chance. So and, here's my, um, my 
<clears throat> my prediction is that the the main woman character who's kind of opposing him, who they're going to have to work together with near the end, clearly, uh, is yeah. the son of Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt. The extreme? Joe and Bill. And she's so pissed at tornadoes and is literally like trying to get revenge. I'm going to destroy tornadoes because they destroyed, they, they killed Bill. And maybe even her, too. That that yeah, that kind of makes sense. So there's a few things like at first watching the trailer, the first time I was paying attention, I you know it was like just taking it in, and then I realized that the little opening clip of the trailer is them like kind of chasing a tornado, right, and getting out of the car and a bunch of destruction. Which okay, that's not a big deal, but they're towing a trailer well, with the a thing. Dorothy on it. They are for the first that first bit, but then when they actually get the car sucked up by a tornado. They're it's just abandoning the car to run. Yeah, it's not there anymore. Yep. Yep. And so we see Dorothy fly in the trailer. So that was to me was one of the other things. I'm like, okay, well, we know Dorothy flies. I could understand the concept of wanting to do that multiple times to get different F scale or EF scale tornadoes to kind of study each the differences, right? Makes sense. But from the the destroying the tornado parts, like really what has me worried about this movie. Like, cause there's also when they got the twins scene, they're like, oh, there's twins. I'm like, okay, that's the throwback there. I get it. You're excited to yeah. do the. Are we gonna see a cow? But the, the, the cow bit. Oh my god! There's yeah. there's like forty cows. There's two cows. I think those were the same there's, two cows. Yeah. From the first movie, I mean, too. That's an old cow. Yeah, that would be an ancient cow. Uh. But you also see this drone thing flying towards the twin tornadoes. And like, that's this big Which, scene. Like, and yeah. I'm like, is this what they're trying to destroy the tornado with? Or is it going to be something to try to drop in its path? Is that supposed to be research? Like, there's lots of things that this sets up, but I'm really scared about a... the destroying this tornado. We're going to destroy a tornado. I'm like, fucking drunk when you wrote this? Like, or are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious, Clark? At the end of the day, though, this does look like a fun summer movie, and I'm really excited to see this at the drive-in. Yeah, that's going to be the place to see this, bitch. Yeah. I mean, I'll see it in theaters, too, and they have confirmed they're going to have IMAX formatting for it, so... It's one of the yeah, first... Probably. The, the original is the one of the first movies I remember seeing in theaters. Yeah. I remember saying that we left school and we went to the West Glen 12 by Dickinson theaters back in the day, which is now part of the B and B chain. They, uh, got bought out. They had outside the sidewalk was sparkly in the sun. Mm -hmm. at that theater. You remember that shit? It still is that way. My buddy Josh lives over that way. And so when I see movies with him, that's usually where he wants to go. Cause it's pretty close to his place. Nice. So, a couple of these things at first when I was seeing that tornado or the, the trailer here, like you see the tornadoes going on. I'm thinking like, are they trying to imply that they're amateurs? And I'm like, no, because they've got the Dorothy there. And obviously they had some the logos on the, their van too. I just didn't, couldn't tell fully what they were. I think the yeah. word storm is written on there for sure. Yeah. Which I was so going to tell you, like, Sorry, earlier off the podcast, we were talking about End of the Storm, which uh, 
is relevant to bring up because it's one of the more recent tornado movies and it's not bad it's not great but it's not bad and uh there's amateurs there's like redneck storm chasers who are like youtube stunt people who do shit like ride four wheelers off hills and shit and they mm -hmm. are chasing tornadoes and get killed in that movie they're like what? I mean, we're gonna go get this tornado I'm good with people getting Darwin Awards for doing stupid things, like right, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I think is the catchphrase. So yeah, no, it's it's one of the interesting parts of that movie. I like it. It's like ah, oh, this adds some shit to it. Here we go. Yeah. So we see a couple of shots of Dorothy, and like then we see, I'm assuming it's one of Glenn Powell's trucks that's got, um, that same trailer that's attached to that first SUV a little bit later on. That's got like three barrels and a Dorothy at the back of it. So. I'm not sure if those barrels are supposed to be some part of the thing that's supposed to destroy the storm, but um, right, kind of because like they already did their money shot, right? Like if you're gonna have Dorothy fly, that was the whole point of the first movie. Was like, hey, we got to get this data. We got to risk our lives to get this data. Well, and, obviously, they're and then the writing room, they're like, well, we gotta, you know, this can't be just like the first movie. We can't just have a, a Dorothy or an escalated Dorothy. We gotta like go beyond that. We're gonna fuck this tornado up, you know. We gotta, we gotta fight this bitch. Yeah, which I mean, they could have just had the revenge plot because they didn't even talk about it. Christ, Joe, is that what you think it did? You know, it's like, is that what you think? You think the tornado got your mom and dad? Mm -hmm. And so now, now you're out to get vengeance on tornadoes, which I hope is the case. Like, I That's hope it's her is doing crazy. Sure. Yeah. Like, what is she doing? Is she, like, trying to dry ice bomb this thing or something crazy? Like, what are you trying to do? <laughs> That's the vibe I'm I also, The thing that scares me about this, though, is that, okay, so Michael Crichton and his wife wrote the first Twister, and he's well-known for doing lots of research for his writing, right? He understands the science of it and tries to take kind of a functional working science and then fantasize it and make it sci-fi, right, and kind of give it that element there. But it's it's grounded in something that's theoretical or basic right now and so i'm like i don't know if i've ever really heard people talk about destroying a tornado like everyone's more like hey we need advanced warnings hmm. we, we need a better way to predict these things that's kind of how that stuff goes so to me i'm like did you just do this because it's like the simply the one-up factor like well what do we do now and like and it also could just be an indirect sequel where they're still using dorothy's just through the same research lab or something else and i'm like you've got to have some sort of continuity there to have the Dorothy back and make all that make sense. Otherwise, like, what's the point? Just remake the first movie with better effects, which the effects still hold up pretty damn nice in the original. Yeah, they do. There's a couple things, like, the tornadoes themselves look excellent. There's a couple things that are, like, flying around in the tornadoes here and there that look, like, wonky, but, like, for, for the most part, it's pretty good. Yeah, well, and even the stuff that they put in there you know, like CGI telephone poles and all that stuff that was added. Like the sites we visited. You don't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just wild. so well done. You're not even paying attention. Um, the other peculiar thing about this movie is it's a Warner brother and universal release. So the original movie is a universal, but I believe universal owns emblem now. And so that's kind of like the other, caretaker into this equation so there's three production companies essentially or three distributors so i thought that was very bizarre 
I was about to say, one's probably making it, one's probably distributing it, you know, like, and then Amblin's probably just in on it too, because fuck it. Yeah. But it's interesting with Universal and Warner Brothers, because typically you see them kind of as competitors or doing their own stuff. So the fact that they're co releasing a movie, it was odd to me in the trailer. Well, see, you said Universal did the original? No, it was Warner Brothers. Okay. Because the original Warner Brothers logo at the beginning has very much like the uh, Batman vibes at the beginning with the Warner Brothers logo. Yeah. Well, the Amblin logo is also on here and THX. <laughs> okay. Well, I think Universal acquired Amblin, but Amblin used to kind of be its own thing because that was uh, Spielberg's original production company. You might be surprised so. to hear this, but... Warner Brothers and Universal Pictures present an Amblin Entertainment production. Oh, okay. There we go. I don't. I, I recall the Warner Brothers logo on it, but maybe not the Universal logo. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I'm not remembering right now. But I like how you had your signed copy there because I've got my signed Laserdisc back here behind me. Yeah, for sure. Clearly, we love good. the. We love the Twister series, so I'm really excited they're doing something with this. I'm going to have fun at the movie no matter what, but I kind of feel like it's going to be dumb. Yeah. If you're new in the first movie, it's like... Sorry, I'm just going to self-promote us a little bit. If you're new and listening to this, we did go to the the 25th anniversary of Twister. We did a couple different videos on that, including an an original rap song that we did and we filmed the music video and Wakita and other filming locations of Twister. And then we did just a filming location tour video. Uh, we did a, a long form podcast about the 25th anniversary trip we took to Wakita. And then we, there's another video that's just about, uh, the actual event there that we attended. So, yeah. So we like also four- did a, a separate trip to Iowa where there's some videos there too. Cause we saw sites in Oklahoma and Iowa, Des Moines area. Yeah. That's in one video though. So check it out. Yeah. Uh, other thoughts, any other commercials or trailers stand out to you? There's a couple more I know we'll talk about, but I know you said you like the, uh, all state Arnold Schwarzenegger videos. I mean, only if we're grading on a scale, do those get ranked high? They weren't terrible, but they were like that could have just been a normal ass commercial too. It wouldn't surprise me, you know. Danny DeVito showing up in one of them was interesting, and then I noticed some butthead named Jerry had like a bunch of law ads or something. Uh, okay, you know, like really quick, like yeah. five second bumpers that were like, "If you're in a car accident, call me, Jerry. Fuck you, bye." Yeah, all the local ads they shoehorn into there. Like they kept showing the like the local Hy-Vee food chain, like meat counter ones here, and I'm just like, "Blah, it's fucking dumb." Over it. Uh, yeah, I thought the Allstate one was fine. It's one of the more memorable ones, but there wasn't a lot of commercials in there that I was like, "Oh, this is so awesome!" Like I remember in the days when like Pepsi would always have something that was like. They spent a crazy amount of money on that was interesting, and Frito Lay would kind of do the same thing, and Nick. I think there was a Doritos commercial where, yeah, there was one Doritos commercial where the guy's like running and they kind of made it like an action movie spoof. And I was just like, it, it was okay, but it wasn't like something that people are going to watch over and over and like giggle and laugh about the next couple of weeks. Even though after they spent all these money on these ads, like these are the only ads we're going to see for the next six months. 
Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty meh. I was working, yeah. like I said, but I mentioned to catch at least part of the Twister bumper, like I was promoting the online trailer, and then the I didn't see the Deadpool one at all, but I did go and watch the trailer, obviously, and yeah, um, <clears throat> it looks interesting enough. I I will see it. I really like the funniest part to me was the whole uh, pegging line. You say, yeah, that was hilarious new to me, it's, but it is the Disney. I mean, that's funny. <laughs> and basically like, wings at the camera. That's hilarious. Yeah. There are a and few things wig. in there. Oh yeah. That wig was fucking epic. Cause I'm like, why is this asshole wearing a wig? And then it comes off when he gets pulled through the TVA portal. The other thing on there though, that, and maybe it's just me like nitpicking and it very well could be, but like the TVA has been established obviously in the Loki series. And like, this is supposed to be the same group I'm assuming, but the uniforms are pretty drastically different than what we've seen in the series. And so I was like, why wouldn't you just kind of use the same costuming there? Because I'm assuming there's only one TVA. That's not like there's a ton of different ones, right? In the multiverse, because they're supposed to kind of be at the center of the multiverse, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, it's interesting enough. We'll see. We'll see what happens with all that. The fact that they didn't show Wolverine, really, I mean, there's two shots in there that you see the back of his head in one of them, and then you kind of just see a shadow at the end and a little bit of the shoulder, and everyone's like, is that misdirection? Is that someone else playing another variant of Wolverine? You know, there's lots of speculation that Daniel Radcliffe like plays some version of Wolverine in there. I'm like, I really don't give a fuck. Hugh Jackman's back, but like, I kind of wanted we to see a stopped. little bit of him in the trailer. Yeah, I did too, especially since it's called Deadpool and Wolverine. But they're 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 hyping up. They'll do another trailer for sure. Um, yeah, the photo we saw that was released of both of them was in the desert, and it was clearly that shot. So I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know that it's him. There's no come on. Yeah, people are perpetually online a little too much. Maybe. I hope they don't screw around with this movie, though, and I hope they get kind of right to it because I feel like this could be a really obnoxiously good buddy cop movie with those two assholes going around, like, just the tension of them. You know, like, you could see the Ryan Reynolds is, like, walking around, slapping them in the ass and being obnoxious, kind of making that well, funny. Say, so It'll be a little bit like his relationship with Cable, but, it, you know, but Hugh Jackman is already iconic, so I think it's going to be better immediately just because of that, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. There's lots I of know they also breaking have, down uh, there, I saw. Well, yeah, I, there's um, what, Electra from the dare, mm -hmm. old Ben Affleck Daredevil movie and the Electra solo one, Jennifer Garner, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think she was in the trailer, was she? I didn't see it anyway, but she's no, in but the there movie. was somebody in the trailer. I, I don't remember. I don't remember which X-Men character it was that was uh, showing up. Oh, it's Pyro from X-Men. Pyro, okay. Two and yeah. three. He was also in the, the Hills Have Eyes remake. All right, yeah. So I'm glad they kind of have some of that continuity going on. It seems like it could be silly and fun and like... Because that's the problem. Like, I think everyone's kind of got a little bit of Marvel fatigue and so like to have something that doesn't take itself too serious and is obnoxiously gory and R-rated is going to be kind of nice to have again honestly something to really just kind of break up the monotony of what we're experiencing right now yeah um other what are the marvel movies that are coming out this year besides deadpool 
That's the only one this year. Everything else got delayed. Okay. So pretty light Any schedule. TV shows? Uh, Echo came out at the end of last year and kind of finished early this year, which I did watch. I kind of liked it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't love it. Didn't hate it. But it was basically not something that like ties directly in and sets up eight thousand other things. Like, kind of establishes her relationship with the kingpin and kind of where that's going. But it didn't like set up so much other stuff that if you don't watch it, you're not going to be missing out. But if you watch it, it's pretty cool. So, hmm. yeah. I don't know. We'll see. So the only other movie trailer I really watched just out of sheer curiosity, because you'd mentioned it earlier, was the uh, Wicked trailer. Oh, yeah. I saw the plug for it on TV, but didn't watch the actual trailer. But here's an interesting thing real quick. On Twitter, I've seen three people with the same stupid, boring, regurgitated take. And I bet you'll see it too, eventually. People being like, why do all movies look like this these days? Pictures from that movie. They're like complaining that it looks like really weird and elegant and shit. And like, I'm not necessarily saying that uh, they're wrong, but it's clearly like they see somebody say it and then, then they're saying it. It's like that weird. It's just weird. It gives weird uh, energy. And uh, yeah, I don't like, have any interest in seeing it or anything, but it's like, why complain about it? that like these people who are they're like film nerds who are like into other type of shit that they weren't going to see this anyway yeah well seeing people complain about like the way movies look like obviously the technology's changed you're not shooting on film anymore so when you're shooting all digital it drastically changes things post-production's drastically different color correction adding special effects in you know half of its green screen blue screen whatever it looks like so, yeah, movies look different, and they all look very similar now because the technology is all very, very streamlined compared to how it used to be, right? Even when you used to process the film is different because it's all digital now for the most part, and it's well, way more also, consistent that way, so I don't know. I think the style that they're complaining about, too, lends itself to a Wizard of Oz movie, so yeah, I don't know, whatever. So the first thing that caught me on the trailer on that, though, was Jeff Goldblum doing a voiceover. So Jeff yeah. Goldblum's in there, and I was like, oh, okay. So that alone right there might be worth a watch for me, honestly. Not for um, me. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to go to the theater to see it, but like if it comes on streaming or whatever, I'll probably give it a view. Right. Well, it's like he's in Thor Ragnarok, but how many times am I going to rewatch that? Even though it's like the best Thor movie. It's not that great still. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to rewatch a Thor movie, that's the one I'm going to rewatch. Yeah, for sure. So it's kind of like Bill Murray's appearance in the fucking Ant Man movie, which was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was tough. And you feel bad because like that had a good cast, but they just decided to retcon everything they told us about the universe and everything before then so like oh by the way all that stuff we told you before doesn't matter doesn't exist it's different and you're like oh okay yeah uh yeah so that wicked trailer there the other interesting piece to that to me was the you see dorothy and like the whole traditional crew so it's just basically told from the perspective of the witch and kind of experiencing that but uh, I'm like, 
was this a story that was needed to be told? Because there's a shit well, based on it. Based on the stage production. So, I mean, yeah. it's not entirely implausible. I don't really care, but that's the thing. I'm not interested in really the Wizard of Oz to begin with, so I don't care. Sure, make it. I'm not going to see it, but if the audience wants to see it, sure. If it's there, have fun. Everybody, I hope you enjoy it, but I don't give a fuck. Well, I just know there's an entire book series kind of around that, and the Wizard of Oz, like, as we know it, was kind of the first one that really made it as a movie and really did much with it, and so it's like... Here, the if only you have other Wizard source material. Return to Oz. That's yeah. a banger. Go watch that. Yeah. The rest suck. I mean, the original, it has its place in film and whatnot. And like, yeah, I could probably one... be persuaded to watch it because I like the Wicked Witch performance in that. It's dope as fuck and scary as fuck. And... But then they made that James Franco one. Did Sam Raimi direct that? Did he? I don't remember. If he did, I really hope he apologizes for that. Because that not that what they call the Great and Powerful Oz or whatever that was? Yeah, he directed uh, that. Oh, uh, man, that's... Uh, I feel bad for him. I mean... I never watched it, to be honest, but uh, there's no way that's a good movie, right? Like, I don't know. Let me put it this I'm way. I've never, I've never seen any Evil Dead fans or Spider-Man fans like being like, hey, you know what you got to check out that Sam Raimi did? Is that. I've never seen that conversation come up. Now, had I, no. then I would be like at least curious. Usually, if that conversation happens, they either bring up Darkman or Drag Me to Hell. Like, Yeah, which are both interesting films. Bangers. So, yeah, I mean, they're must-see movies. Um, other than that, man, yeah, there wasn't a lot in those trailers or commercials that I was really like, oh, those are so awesome. Those are so great. It was like, oh, feel like the quality's gone down year over year, even though the cost of that stuff keeps going up. And I'm like, you're spending so much on the spot that you're losing the value of the production. You know, there used to always be like tons of crazy car commercials. There was like no Matthew McConaughey, like trying to sex talk to his car or something like that. I'm, I'm driving a Lincoln. Yeah, I'm, I'm driving down like the it. road. I'm my, my dick out. <laughs> no, it's already out. Don't worry. I'm already stroking it. I'm wiping my pre cum on the leather seats so I don't have sticky hands when I take the wheel. Jesus, <laughs> take the wheel. I got I got I got a stick a hand in my ass. I mean, you started off with a really good impersonation there, and then towards the end, it just kind of like it went off the rails. Well, that's because when we're doing these conversations, I can't I hear myself through the fucking headphones, and I hate it. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. So you started off though solid, like yeah, it was sure. a great Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I don't know. Is there even an option to add a monitor to this? I don't know. I'll have to check that offline. There's not. Great All right. Ah. So what else you been up to? Anything else exciting on your on your lists or been watching anything interesting? <clears throat> Not really. On uh I did go and rewatch some of the Final Destination movies. I ranked them on my personal channel and uh I was having some interesting thoughts uh while watching them. Did you ever ever seen all of them? Pretty sure I watched all of them uh, recently the last time we started reviewing some of those. 
So did you see the so. fourth one? It's the race car one, right? That one blows dicks, right? Uh, then, maybe I haven't seen that one yet. I don't know. Have you seen the one where there's the bus on a bridge that collapses? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw that one. Okay, so that one's like basically the office if it was Final Destination because the main character, Nicholas DaCosta, he is also in the office. Okay. And uh, their boss is played by David Koechner in that movie, who is also okay. in the office as Todd Packer. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> he's from Kansas City. Yes, he is. And uh, so that's two people from the office who work at a paper company in that movie. All right. Which, I feel that. Yeah. Just an interesting observation I had while watching that movie. And also Nicholas DeGosta. I looked him up. I was like, what else is this guy in? And he's the kid in uh, the ele election movie from 1999, Reese Witherspoon and Matthew Broderick, who finds the extra votes, who accuses Matthew Broderick of throwing away the vote and shit. Yeah. That's funny that you mentioned that because I always remember like back to like the movie magazines and stuff at the time that people thought that was a Ferris Bueller sequel at the time because like it had Matthew Broderick and all these other characters in it. And they're like, oh, this is going to be a sequel to that. And they're like, no, just because Matthew Broderick's in a movie about high school kids doesn't mean it's a sequel to Ferris Bueller. They could have just as easily said it's a movie uh, about the murder that he committed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't forget that. Uh, it wasn't like an intentional murder, but, you know, it was like no manslaughter, right? Yeah, basically. That's why his wife had to life do a sex. Pretty, life moves pretty fast. <laughs> if you don't get out of the way, I might hit you. <laughs> That's why his wife had to do all those Sex in the City movies, because she had to pay off that, uh, that debt for him. Yeah. Didn't they only do two of those? They did two of them, and then like a revival series, I think. I don't know. Oh, okay. Seems like they may have done three. I don't know, but I know that people love that show. So. She only ever did one great movie, though. Hocus Pocus? Yeah. She was pretty incredible in that. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the word I'm going <laughs> to use to choose to describe it, too. Incredible. Yep. <laughs> hey. <clears throat> we were impressionable young men at the time, so. Uh-huh. Or something like that. So I've been reading uh, it again. Finally, I was like on a spree trying to get through it in the month of October, and then it just was October was a whirlwind, and everything since then's been crazy. So I've been back at it trying to get that done here in the next couple of weeks. That's a hefty book, so it like takes some serious like dedication to get through it, like. You read the first 400 pages, and you're like, most books would be done by now. And in it, you're just really kind of scratching the surface. So I got about a third of the way there now, finally. So we could see what happens. <laughs> so, But I'm really enjoying that. And uh, the only thing I would say about that that I'm not super happy with is, you know, having seen both versions of the, you know, the miniseries movie and then the it chapter one and chapter two in theaters, like reading the book, like you've already got like a kind of an idea of how these characters look and, and behave and act and like the voices that they have from the acting. And so that throws it off a little bit because even for me, like when I go back and read something like Jurassic park, like the original way, like Michael Crichton described the characters, like 
I still have those descriptions and in my head when I go and reread that separate from the movie universe and like this, I just don't have that innocence there to like kind of have my own imagination take over and create those things. But uh, it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you do a lot of reading, but yeah, I mean here and there, I don't know. I'm like in the, not, not lately, but you know, I want to get back to it eventually. I will. Yeah, last year I read a lot more books than I had in a while just because I was able to sit down and like focus on reading a little bit every day or quite a bit. So still didn't really have a huge list, but I had a lot more than I had in previous years. So uh, don't really got much else going on. If you haven't hit up our uh, Etsy web website lately or Public, I've got a tons of new designs on the Public. Oh, Scoob. And then I've got uh, some new stuff up for the buttons and stuff on our etsy page so but we're really looking forward to frozen empire and all that and kind of nice having a little bit of a week off from there because the toys are pretty much collected most of the things are there and now we're just kind of in that hurry up and wait mode to to get to this premiere and see what happens yep that's where we're at yeah so uh if you're not following us everywhere across social media, go ahead and check those places out. We uh, cracked a thousand on YouTube, so thanks to everyone that subscribed recently. Really appreciate that. Um, you know, if you find a friend that might like this nonsense that we do, uh, share it with them. Let them know about us. We'd appreciate it. And then, uh, as we get closer to 2,000 followers on the old Instagram, I think we're going to do a little giveaway. Uh, give away a little little gift set. So we'll. Uh, have some people try to, we'll do a little contest for that here soon. I would say look for that at the beginning of March, leading up to uh, Frozen Empire's release. Other Fancy. than that, that's pretty much that's pretty much all I got, man. I've been listening to a few podcasts. Though. I've been checking out Dan Aykroyd on a couple of podcasts here recently. He was on Adam Carolla's show, which was a pretty good listen. Uh, and then he's also on Fly on the Wall here recently that I listened to on that. And uh, that's Dana Carvey and David Spade that um, have their podcast. They took a little hiatus because uh, Dana Carvey's son like passed away over, I think, in December. So they took a took a little hiatus from recording for a while, but I think they're finally back. But that yeah, was that a pretty close. good show. Yeah. But yeah, those are some good shows out there if you're looking at that. Um and obviously, we joined Yes Have Some last week for Ghostbusters Radio Live. So if you haven't listened to that, go check it out. They've got it up on their audio feed now, and it's on their YouTube. But yeah, that's pretty much all I've got for now. So appreciate you tuning in and listening, and uh, appreciate the support. And uh, we will catch you soon. To return some videotapes. To return some-